This is the Gordon Damer Show. The Knicks face off against the Heat. You've got to go and take care of business. There has now been a lot of talk about, hey, what, what's the expectation for this Knicks team? I think the goal this year is pretty simple. The goal this year has to be Eastern Conference Finals. When you're an organization like the Knicks, who are turning it around after decades of, uh, of ineptitude, each and every year, the thing you want to see is progress. If you're taking each step of the ladder along the way and building it as you go, as the Knicks have done, this year the goal clearly has to be Eastern Conference Final. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Yes, it is the Gordon Damer Show. The fastest three hours on a Saturday morning at 9 a.m. you'll ever have in your life. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Little NFL talk, a little Knicks talk, a little shoveling talk. You never know sometimes where what what nooks and crannies we are going to get into in the course of these three hours. And of course, uh, coming up ten thirty. Speaking of weird nooks and crannies, we will have uh, what I learned this week on TikTok. We have the NFL pick still to go. A lot of your phone calls. We haven't even gotten really into uh, the NFL stuff with Belichick stuff, all that type of stuff. Got a lot of stuff to do, and only one hour down. Two more to go. So let's go back out to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. And, and for the Knicks, yeah, the, the goal this year has – what is the next step in, in, in progress? What would that look like? Well, clearly, if, you've, if you made the playoffs the first year, last year you made the playoffs and won a playoff series, well, then it's not too hard to put it together. The, the next step would be to win two playoff series. And that would put you in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, I'm not telling you for the for the overly optimistic Nick fan who are out there. I know they're out there. I know that they're saying we no, we can we can beat we can beat everybody. We we just beat the Nuggets. We can win an NBA championship this year. I'm not telling you that you get to the Eastern Conference Finals and then that's it. But I think that that is a fair goal to have in mind. The next step of progress is one year make the playoffs. Next year. Win a playoff series now. Get into that upper echelon, and that that's a that's a tough that's a tough nut to crack. Coming into the year, that was not a fair expectation in my eyes. Now, with the way the team has played, the OG trade, I, I think it is a fair expectation to have Eastern Conference Finals this year. Let's go back to the phones. We'll go out to Anthony is in the car. Anthony, what's going on, my man? Hey, G man, how's it going this morning? I'm good, Anthony. What's up? Uh, real quick, I think that last caller, Raymond, uh, I think he looked up shoveling and dangerous just so he could tell his wife he doesn't want to shovel anymore. Uh, he actually is uh, – he's Raymond from Mr. Plow, I believe. So I think that there was, there was something going on there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to talk about the Knicks. Like, you know, I agree with you. I would like to stay under the radar, so to speak, because, you know, it just you know everything jinxes them. And I, I don't want to even jinx them with this call, but I think – if you look at the guys who are available in a trade, it kind of fits what the Knicks need, like a Vinnie Johnson-esque microwave off the bench like Jordan Clarkson, who's on a good contract that drops to $14 million a year for the next two years after this year. And then Brogdon, um, even Alec Burks, as long as he doesn't play point guard again, I'd take Alec Burks again. One-year contract expiring, and depending on the health of Mitch and Hartenstein, you can even get a guy like Andre Drummond, who's still one of the best rebound-per-minute guys in the league, also, a cheap expiring contract. Don't have to give up too much. I think if they make a good trade, I, I personally want Tyus Jones. I think he's a great floor general. We've seen the Knicks, how they are without Jalen Brunson. Um, 
I think if they, they do make the trades they need, I think they have one of the best one through nines in the East and can easily get to that, well, not easily, but get to that Eastern Conference final, like you said. What do you think? Well, I, Anthony, thanks for the phone call. Um, I, I think that the, the the big need right now is to have someone who can kind of run the offense in uh, in that second unit when, when Brunson's off the floor. That That is clear. You, it's unfair to to kind of put it on uh, on McBride, but you, you see when he's in there, it's it's like he's learning on the fly, and it's it's difficult to do. And he has to do it now, and he's got the pressure of if he doesn't do it now, there's a trade to be made, and he might be part of that trade. And Tibbs is there, and it's uh, it's not the easiest thing to. And and he's kind of going from zero to sixty. There was times where uh, before the trade for OG that he wasn't playing at all. So he's kind of learning on the fly and, and trying to get up to speed while things are happening. Uh, so I think that that's the area where they have to make a move. And I don't think that it has to be the big splashy move. I know that, uh, that Murray's name has been, has been floated a lot, but uh, I don't think that, that that to me costs a lot, but I don't know that it improves the Knicks that much. Um, he, his defense has kind of lacked since, uh, getting to the Hawks. I, I don't know if that's, if that's just him, maybe it would be better here, but I think that that's more of the, the, the splashy move, the Brogdon name, the Clarkson, those are attainable players that I think that would have a greater impact. And I think what o- the trade for OG shows you is it doesn't have to be the big splashy move. It's about the right fit. Uh, and, and the fact that the Knicks have already made that deal tells you that they kind of they kind of know what they need. And you can kind of have trust that whatever move that they do make, you have to kind of give them the benefit of the doubt, at least when the trade is made. We'll see how it plays out. We're always going to judge whoever runs whatever team by how what the results are. But I think that that trade shows you that you can have a little faith that if something comes along here that was not the expected move, that you can have a little faith that they know what they're doing. And... When was the last time you could say that about somebody that was running the Knicks before this regime? Long time. Long time. Dave is in Hawthorne. Dave, next up on the Gordon Damer Show. Gordon, thanks for taking my call. I think you used a really good uh, word there, right fit. And I think we have to kind of look at the, the landscape of the NBA that, yeah, the Celtics are a really good team. Obviously, the Bucks are, are good too, but there's no longer these super teams or – the, the race to find the second superstar or third in a sense where the Knicks have a system that works for them now. And, you know, when you look at the way that they play defense and, you know, they, they can find a guy, it doesn't have to, to your point, yeah, maybe a backup point guard's needed too, but finding a three and D type of guy, someone that come in and still play the same level of defense because, yeah, on paper, if you go, you know, one through 10 or whatever, the Knicks might not have the, the pure talent that some of the other teams have, but they play a good defensive system. And I think the way the NBA is now where it doesn't feel like there's, you know, elite of elite teams that maybe this is the time to kind of go all in and say, Hey, we're going to defend, we're going to play our system. And I think it can be more effective in today's NBA than maybe it even would have been a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, Dave, thanks for the phone call. And thanks for the kind words. Although uh, right fit is actually two words. It's not the, but I, I digress. Uh, no, I think that that's right. I think it's that they, they are building this, and that's what we said, right? When, when the whole thing happened in the offseason uh, the last year, the last offseason before Leon Rose took over, and it was the, the, uh, the KD and the Kyrie flop that, uh, for the Knicks in that offseason where they got Randall, um, 
we all said when that happened, hey, the Knicks are going to have to, they can't just hold out hope to land a superstar and that superstar is going to save them from themselves. They got to kind of put the, the pieces in place before they can even hope to uh, attain that superstar. And that's what this is. This is what it looks like. This is what building looks like. And it's not, sometimes when, when teams are building, a, a lot of it is just based on hope. The Knicks are not just based on hope. They're, they're based on, on results. We, we're seeing that uh, on a night-in, night-out basis. And they do have a style and they do have a brand now where they are going to bring it every single night, which is not that – there's not that many teams that do that in the NBA, especially during the regular – especially at this part of the regular season. The season's long enough, but the finish line is not, uh, not in sight just yet. So that, that, that's their brand, and uh, they know their brand. So uh, I do expect that they are going to – I don't think that there's going to be a big move before the trade deadline. I think there's going to be more of a tweak move. Uh, but I think that whatever move that is – if you like it right away, great. If it's a name that you don't like right away, I think that they have kind of earned at this point a little bit of faith by the moves that they've made and how they've worked out. They've worked out. The big moves that they've made have all kind of been home runs, right? The, the Josh Hart deal, obviously the Brunson deal first, that was a home run. The Josh Hart move last year was, was a home run, and certainly the OG trade has been an absolute home run. Has everything been perfect? No. Every, every organization is going to have, if you run a team long enough, there's going to be some mistakes. But on the whole, I think that you can have faith in the people that are running the team. And how many teams can you say that about right now in this town? If you had to rank, who do you have the most faith in in the people that are running the show? You might very well put Leon Rose number one right now. Let's go out to Owen in Newark. Owen, next up on the Gordon Damer Show. Hey, Gordon. Thanks a lot for taking my call. I appreciate it. All right. What's, what you got, Owen? This, this is really a neat call, but I really want to get on you about this one thing. Okay. You just ate a gentleman up by asking him, was he a doctor and did he have on the company and all that stuff? I well, he was giving me a lot of medical thing. information. I didn't know if he, if he, if he was a doctor. He sounded, he sounded very official. No, I understand it, but it just seems as though he was just giving you information that he got you know, mm. basically in good faith, just letting you know that, hey, you know, people right. can have injuries like that. And he's absolutely, oh, absolutely right actually, to that, you know, at the end of the day. Okay, no problem. That's fair. Um, I also actually was calling to talk to you about the Knicks um, in regards to, I like what you just said. You're right. They bring it every night. So I'm going to ease up off you of that because I thought you, what you were saying earlier was the fact that, you know, they beat good teams like Denver and the Sixers and things of that nature. However, if they were to lose to the Heat today, it's like some sort of a, like a downgrade. And my whole thing is, I want to give credit to the credit with the Knicks, you know, every night they bring it, like you just said, you know, and I love that energy and that effort that they put it out. And I do think that is, they are a tweak away. You know, I really did want Donovan Mitchell, but at this at the same time, I think, I don't know, somebody like a um, Brogdon or something like that might, might help. They just need another scorer off the bench. And I think we're going to hold fast on the center too, because I think we're going to get our centers back as well. So for me, I wouldn't make a drastic change. I love the way they're playing, and pretty much that's all I wanted to say to you. All right, Owen. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, I will still stand by. I, look, I was not. Uh, I was not going at the guy. I was just. Uh, I was just giving my point of view. I, I don't feel like. Um, well, I think we've had enough shoveling. To- <laughs> you think so, Gordon? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I can't wait to see the rundown of the show. Gordon continues to belabor the shoveling point <laughs> into the second hour of the show. No, I, the the two trades that you mentioned there, Brogdon or Mitchell, well, those are different kinds of deals. Like, they, those are not the same kind. One's a, a major step 
and probably that is the major step that we've all kind of been talking about for for years about who the superstar is that the Knicks are going to get if Donovan Mitchell turns out to be that guy. The Brogdon move, that's a tweak to bring in somebody who can run the second the, the second team offense, a facilitator and an area that that is a need right now. So that, those are two separate type of things. But as we sit here on January 65th, as I said in the opening of the show, if you had to who guess when the Knicks make their biggest move of this regime for the quote-unquote superstar, you'd have to say right now. If you're if you're just trying to put the pieces together, it's probably going to be Donovan Mitchell. It's probably going to that's that's the name that the, the Knicks are probably going to land. The CAA connection, the fact that I think by this time next year it'll be clear that he's not re-signing in Cleveland. He wants to come here. He's been mentioned before. Uh, I think that when we get to the trade deadline next year, if not before, that will be the big move that we've all been when talking about for years. And you can we could debate whether or not he's truly a superstar. I don't think there, there's not that many superstars in the NBA. There's no other way around that. But I think that when we get down to soup nuts and, and, and the biggest move of this regime, that's who that, that person's going to be. It's going to be Donovan Mitchell. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. And look, I don't want to be somebody who's just focused on the one team in town in the Knicks. I should tell you that uh, just came across the old uh, X machine that the Nets have assigned Ben Simmons to their G League affiliate. Now, Joe Leo, you are a resident uh, Nets fan. We found one. We got one here. We have one on staff, a Nets fan. Uh, Does that get you excited to see that uh, Ben Simmons is now gearing up? He's getting close. If I woke up with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. He's Mm. never playing for this team again, ever. You sure about that? No, he will not play another minute for the Nets. If he does, I want to shove my face through this computer screen. I would love to see that, but um, now who do you think plays again first, Ben Simmons or Evan Fournier? Fournier, not even a shadow of a doubt. Harvey, do you got a vote on this one? Yeah, I'm going Fournier. Yeah, I I think I'd probably go Fournier. Now who gets traded first, Um, Evan Fournier, Ben Simmons, or Zach Wilson? Uh, I think probably I I would put that Fournier – Wilson Simmons still has another full year on his contract. No, nobody's taking that contract next year. At least it's a, it's an expiring contract. So maybe then they can, they can do something, but he's got talent. I was told he does. Do, no, there's no question. He has talent. There's no question. He has talent. I said this the other night, the Brooklyn Nets absolutely should move someplace else. They're, they are never bring going it, to be a thing here. Bring it never. back to Jersey. Bring it back to Jersey. No, not baby. back to Jersey. Go nope. someplace that's looking for a bat. And you can actually have a fan base. That was as embarrassing a thing. Imagine being on that team. Your best player is getting booed at the foul line in your own building. It's not going to work. I, it made sense. I get no, it. it didn't make sense at all. It did. Well, it made some sense, and like without having any uh, basis in reality or knowing the the real details of it, moving out of of, of New Jersey and, and moving to Brooklyn and a new arena and all those type of things. I, I get it. You took your shot. It failed. There's there's no reason why you're here, and it's ne- you're never going to be a thing here. 
despite the, the moves that you – if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. They should absolutely move someplace. Go to Seattle. Go – there's got to be – I don't know what, what's the, like, the next place that's like desperate for an NBA franchise where they can go and be appreciated. They're Jersey. They're not even appreciated here. You really think New Jersey wouldn't take them back? No, New Jersey would take them back, but it's the same issue as when they left New Jersey. There's not a real fan base there. There they is. They've got to go someplace further away. Don't don't wish my team away. I, I don't want my team in Seattle. Well, what does it matter? You're not going to Brooklyn to watch them anyway. I have. I haven't this year, but I will. No, of course not. Why would you? They're, no they're awful does. this year. Right. The only way the, the Nets will make a dent is if they have a true transcendent star that they draft. If they, if they draft like a Luka. It's not going to happen. Have that's the only the way Nick they fans? make a dent. Uh, have you talked to Nick fans? Do you know Nick fans? No, I get they it. They are not switching. They're not going to switch, but no. the people that move here, the trans, the transplants. You know how long that's going to take? That's yes. going to take like decades and decades. It's but not if you worth ha- it. Just take the easy road. Just move. Go someplace else. If you have a transcendent star. Come up with a new identity someplace You have else. a chance. And if you move back to Jersey, I definitely think not only would Jersey welcome them back with open arms. Oh, of course. But they would be more relevant. No, they they got to go someplace that's desperate for a for a pro franchise, and will give them everything that they need, and then they can start fresh in a new life, like almost like a, a new identity. That's what they need. They need a new identity, because the other, I mean, it's never been more glaring, and it's one thing to have your fan fans of the opposing team come into your building and 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 own the like the upper ring of whatever the stadium or the arena is. The Knicks fans were sitting underneath the basket. They're all, ah! You couldn't find a net fan on the camera. It was like, where's Waldo? You could not find one the other night. They should absolutely move someplace else. It just, um, I'm, I'm looking out for you. Also, I don't want to belabor the point, but there's been a lot of talk, a lot of downgrades on the shoveling. I, I Googled it. According to the CDC, an hour of shoveling snow can burn three, 532 calories. It's the same as an hour of vigorous weightlifting. If you've ever shoveled, you know it's a full-body workout. Is shoveling, uh, does shoveling count as exercise? Shoveling can definitely be considered cardio. Shovel Is your it, face. Yeah, it's, it's a healthy exercise. It's high intensity, so it's not for everybody. If I don't never, remember if, Glenn helped me shovel. Yeah, it, it's not you don't don't do anything for years on your life and and don't you're not a healthy person and go out there and do it, but it can be a healthy exercise. So Michael I, gets on me, thinks I'm too old to shovel. Well, that you that's are. true. That they, that is true. Don should not be doing it, but he's been doing the kickboxing, so maybe he's starting to get himself into shoveling shape. So I googled is shoveling good exercise, and Google told me it was. I don't know. I got to go with Google. Who knows more? What shoveling shape? Well, you, you're doing some cardio a few times a week. You're not sitting on the couch every single day, and then you grab a shovel and you go shovel six inches of snow. That's a recipe for disaster. Use the Google. Who knows more? Just ask Google. We all have a little machine in our pocket that can answer any question, any question. For all the things that we thought the future would be when we were kids, flying cars, whatever, did we ever think we're going to have a machine in our pocket that will answer every question we have? We do. And according to Google, 
Shoveling is good exercise. So who am I going to go with? Google the most amazing invention in our lifetimes or random callers? I ask you, the listening public, who would you go with? I trust the Google. I think that this, Matt, I, I think for, for Harvey's sake and the producer's sake, this issue is now closed. It's not. Lock it up. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. RC is in NJ. RC, what's going on, my friend? Ladies and gentlemen, the Wyoming Nets. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this. Uh, RC, that's fantastic. Thank you, my friend. I needed a good laugh today. Well, look, would they have more fans in Wyoming? I think the answer is yes. I think they'd be even. Yeah, it couldn't be any worse. Nick it Fla- be any worse. The Nick Fla- the Nick fans flying to Wyoming, I don't think it would be as easy a commute as I, to Brooklyn. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. It wouldn't be easy. I think that, that that's your guys' solution. But I have our solution. Forget about the Nets. The Nick solution, it's it's either one or the two. But it ain't. I'm telling you, it's not going to be cheap. It's going to cost a little bit of money now. The first solution it's obvious. You see them hanging out. You know, they played in college together. Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, that throw would be a nice fit. I'd like that. Throw him in that two spot, put DiVincenzo in, in the second unit. Now you can cover up for quickly. That's one solution. The other solution is going to have to take place at the end of the year. And that's Devin Booker. He ain't going to come cheap. No. But. You know, if Leon, that would be the, the greatest feat of all time if Leon could put that together. So well, look, it's uh, one of the two. Okay. Um, I, I think that Bridges, I think both are unlikely, and thanks for the phone call, and thank you for the laugh. I needed it today. Um, I think both are unlikely. You saw that report the other day that the Nets have already turned down uh, four first-round picks for Mikhail Bridges. If that's true, they are insane. Uh, that they um, they're they're not going anywhere with this current, and it is interesting to kind of watch the um, the soft. I don't want to say tampering, but the uh, the soft way the the Knicks players are kind of trying to get bridges out of Brooklyn. I think Booker is a CAA client, so that has to it cannot be discounted. I feel like the CAA connection is the most important connection that there could be. So the fa- I can't rule it out. Now, is it is it likely? No, but I would still say Donovan Mitchell is number one. But those two names that you mentioned, uh, I don't think that they are outlandishly crazy considering any big name is always going to sound crazy in the moment until it happens. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is your Wyoming fight song. Your Wyoming Nets. I really hate this. That call was the worst call in the history of the station. No, RC can call back anytime. Give him the uh, the uh, the back door number so he can get in right away. Yeah, I mean uh, Nebraska, Wyoming, Alaska, North Dakota. I don't know who is looking for. A team. Who who is that that city that's willing to to put up the necessary investment? Stadium, infrastructure. Vegas. The Vegas Nets. Do you remember when Vancouver had a, a basketball team? I do. I'm old enough to remember these things. 
I'm old enough to remember that. I think it would be a, a perfect, the Nebraska Nets. It's just the alliteration. <laughs> what do you think? You take a little, you take a little a road trip, Joe. Once, you know, like once a year, you head out to North Dakota or Nebraska, one of these places. It'd be perfect. At least right when he goes to see the Cowboys enjoys Texas. I have to go to North Dakota. Thanks. I, I don't know what the the, the travel situation. You might be able to see South Dakota, too. You might get two Dakotas for the price of one. Maybe they build it right on the on the on the line, the, the border. How and cheap would they, tickets be? How cheap? Yeah, I got to think they're very cheap out there. Any cheaper than the uh, Pistons Wizards right. tickets going? 18 bucks. Oh, yeah, I think you can. I think you can get in the building for less than that. 18 bucks. Rockets Nets, 19 bucks. Yeah, I think you can do – well, look, at least you got a fighting chance there. In Nebraska, you're going to have all the people in Nebraska behind you. Jazz Hornets, 11 bucks. What about Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Nets. I, I think that – They'll change the re- colors. You can rebrand, but – Yeah, they got enough stuff there. The black and gold Nets. They got enough stuff. They got they got you, – you're kind of set in your ways there. I think you got to go to like a fresh start, a fresh slate. And yet you pick Seattle. Well, Seattle lost the the Sonics, so they're they've they've always the one that's first and foremost. I'm not up to date on which cities are looking most for uh, an NBA team, but they've been complaining about losing the SuperSonics for forever. So I'd assume they they'd be willing to take the Nets. The New Mexico. It's not Nets. their first choice, but what about New, New Mexico? Mexico Nets? Yep, right that, that's uh, New Mexico Nets. I don't know. You already want me to be a free agent for my football team. Now, if they move, I'm a free I, agent look, for I'm my basketball team. I'm doing that for your team. benefit, buddy. I'm, do, I'm, I'm trying no, to help I'm, you. I have seen the future for you. I know what your future is, and it ain't good because you know why? I've lived it. But what, I'm, I'm out two teams now? I got to go no, looking you for get, two you, teams? No, you get to pick another football team. No, but I got to pick a new basketball team because I'm not staying no, up until 9 p.m. The, to the watch the Nets. Pass. The league pass is free for the first, like, three months of the season. Yeah, because now get, I gotta can, pay to watch this terrible basketball team. You could do something. How flight? How it's got to be pretty cheap flight. I'll be honest with you. You probably will be able to fly to Wyoming, get tickets to the game cheaper than getting into the building at the Garden. Sometimes Garden, the Garden's a hot ticket, man. What's it's the this center arena? of the known universe? In this new arena, can we do what the the Clippers are doing, where we just have a, a section? That's what we should do at the Barclays Center. Just have a section of just net fans. A, a small size. It'll be like the judges' chambers at, the, at, at Yankee Stadium. Maybe a little smaller, like th- four seats. I know two they in have front, the Brooklyn Brigade up in like the four hundred. Sad. But... This is sad. This is a professional organization. They shouldn't have to do this. And and look, it was always silly when people were telling you that the Nets were going to take over the city. It's impossible. It can't happen. You know the amount of work that you'd have to put in to be able to do that. You you basically you need all the current Nick fans to die. They're not they're not up for sale. They are they are they are with their team full bore. You can't convince them. Trust me. The fact that they're still Nick fans after the last two decades, that tells you they're diehard. They are diehard. You're not winning them over. So you got to create more people. And you need like a population boom to be able to do that. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's around the corner. And, and those, those new people, they're going to be raised by the old people who are Nick fans. I remember those days. 
And now this is the time to get in on the Knicks band. Things are upward and onward. All the good. I'm just trying to I'm trying to help you, Joe. That's all I'm saying. Do you think we'll get uh callers like that, like that passes down from generations such as like this? I've been a Yankee fan since seventy four. I don't think so. I don't think it's necessary. To... I'm a Yankee fan since nineteen sixty four. This is that that's the Yankee brand. Pick a year, any year. Uh, I'm a Yankee fan since 79. Okay. I'm not sure if we have them in the system. Wow, look at that. I stumped you. Well, you we can put now. mine in there. I, I'll take 79. Oh, you know what? I've been a Yankee fan since 1979. There you go. There you go. That's me and him. That was me calling the K show one of the days. I was bored. I was listening to the show. I wanted to take part in it. It's the only way I'm going to get to take part in it, so I figured I'd call. Oh, wow. 919 ESPN. Um, all right. Uh, oh, yeah, the other thing I wanted to do before we get back to the phones, uh, like there's a lot of talk of the superstar, right? What what superstar are the Knicks going to get the caller there before brought up uh, Bridges or Devin Booker? I brought up uh, Donovan Mitchell. If we were going to just throw out names, if 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 we're just going to go with uh, the, the, the world is our oyster and we could just have anybody or everybody you could have, I've already kind of staked my claim on who I would want. And that, of course, would be uh, Luka Doncic. Luka would be, to me, that that's the guy who he's, you can tell he's a superstar. He's going to win championships. And uh, that would be the, do I think that that's possible? No, I don't think it's, I don't think it's crazy. It's not the, the highest crazy that you could have. I've heard a lot crazier things in the world. And I know that uh, some people might bring up that Luka, his personality wouldn't work in New York. He, he might be a little sensitive to, uh, to criticism. He might be, if people get on him, it, might not, be, it not, might not go well, right? He had the thing with the fan the other night and whatnot. All I got to say is I think Luca to the Knicks is, I'll just throw out two words. Facial recognition. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. That's all. I'm just put that there and just leave it alone. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go back to the phone, shall we? Let's do it. Let's go out to uh, Joe. Is it MetLife? Joe, what's going on, my man? Gordon, excellent show. Joe, excellent show. How about the Hawaii Nets? Number Hawaii one. Nets. That, Joe, would that be more appealing for you? That time well, change. Are you kidding me? Hawaii. Well, you could watch Number- it in the morning. You'd be like people who were Ichiro fans in Japan. You could watch it like in the middle of the night. It's Number like the Australian Open. Second. I have to wake up at 3.30 to watch the Nets play the You could take-delay the it. There's, there's technology now. Your segment with the Knicks was, was aces. Stay off our train. Stay on the platform. We ain't picking you up. Absolutely, Joe. Perfect, perfect metaphor. Number three, Giants-Jets bust this year. You got mm-hmm. Rabel, you got Rex Ryan, and you got Bill Belichick. Oh. Which ones do you see coaching another New York City team? An excellent show, Gordon. I love oh, you guys. I appreciate it. Thank you, Joe. Um, well, look, uh, the fact that Belichick is not going to get a coaching job this offseason, uh, I think that we, you're going to see now all the different articles or segments on shows where people are. Right, these are the top five ex- options for Belichick. These are the top seven, what, whatever. To me, there's very few, and you'd have to say the number one that would appeal to him the most would be the New York Giants. I mean, we've all talked about how he talked about his time with the Giants, where it started, whatever his next stop is. If there is another stop, it's going to be the last stop. So I I would think that that 
it's hard to predict now because I think that Belichick, it, it, while he is the greatest coach of all time, he's not the perfect coach in every situation now. I mean, he's going to be 72 in a couple of months. He has to go to a team that's win now. And I don't think that next year the Giants are going to be win now. But I would, I could definitely – there's already been talk when he was with the, the Patriots that that might be a, a job that would appeal to him. If he didn't get the Dallas job this offseason, I, I don't think that he's going to get it in, in the future. So if I had to pick one name, one spot for, for one of those guys, I would think that Belichick and the Giants, that would not seem uh, all that crazy to me. Would not seem all that crazy to me. Let's go out to uh, Jake is in Sparta. Jake, what's going on? Good morning, Gordon. Nashville Nets fan since 2025. <laughs> Nashville. How do you, Joe, how do you feel about Nashville? I could get down with that. All right, Nashville Nets. That, that The alliteration again. It's not, it's not North Dakota. It's not Wyoming. People do have other. See, I think with the Nets, you have to make it so that, that, that that's your entertainment option. Like Nashville has a lot of different things going on there. So I don't know if that works perfectly, but I like the idea, Jake. So, Gordon, what I wanted to ask you, and we've some of my friends at work uh, have looked at this, and the scheduling in the NFL is not fair with the divisional games, whereas they need to make it that you play half your division before the middle of the year and half after, especially with the way the quarterbacks went down this year. It's a microcosm of what has happened in the past, but this year – you know, you're playing – the Giants are playing two games against Philly within three weeks. Minnesota's playing Detroit two out of three weeks. And the way the quarterbacks went down, it really had a huge, you know, factor on where teams wound up this year. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, and, Jake, thanks for the phone call. Um, I, I think that they kind of like that variance. I like the, I think that they like the – and I, I, I don't – I'm not – I don't like two and three weeks – Two in a month might be a little bit better, maybe in, in five weeks. I like the end of the season that you're playing more uh, of your division games because that, at the end of the day, that's your, that should be your first goal, right? Who, who wins your division? Are you going to compete for your division? Um, now, is it, is it unfair for certain teams? Yeah, absolutely it's unfair for certain teams. If you're playing in a really good division, it, it hurts you. If you're playing in the, uh, the AFC South or the NFC South for sure, it's a, it's a giant benefit. No question. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, we will uh, get more of your phone calls. But I also have to touch on the Bill Belichick thing because uh, it's a surprise that for the first time, I think it is in 50 years, Bill Belichick is not going to be coaching an NFL team next year. Maybe it shouldn't have been, but there's been a lot of talk about his legacy and people have lost their ever loving minds. So we'll get into those yahoos coming up next. Now back to the Gordon Damer show on 98.7 ESPN. Sounds like a cartoon music. I'm waiting for Tom and Jerry to break out. This is what fight song? Hawaii? Yeah, this is the University of the Hawaii Nets fight song right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, today, uh, in case you're just joining us, we it's it's clear at this point the Nets have to they have to get out of here uh, for the sake of their franchise, for the sake of their fan base. Uh, they, they they can't be here. They're, it's never going to work here. You saw the other night; it was it was exclusively Nick fans in their own building. Their own best player is getting booed. He has to answer questions 
about getting booed at the foul line while, while he's in his home arena. It, it just makes sense at this point. If it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. So we're, we're taking suggestions at 1-800-919-ESPN uh, for where the Nets should move. Now, we've come up with a, a small list. We're, we're certainly open to, and I think Joe is open to suggestions. Uh, now, in the break, Joe, uh, what about Idaho? How about the Idaho Nets? How would you feel? You could have like a potato as your mascot. The potato goes through the net. You adjust the, the mm-hmm. logo there. You have a I giant think it's, it's nice synergy. at halftime. Yeah. Potato giveaways. Potato giveaways. Right. Do you know what time it is in Hawaii right now? It's 10 to 11 here. I think it's a five-hour difference, no? It is 10 to 6 in Hawaii. Yeah, so well. a 7 o'clock tip in mm-hmm. Hawaii would be like four in the morning here. Again, you would be like one of those fans who were fans of Ichiro when he got to Seattle. It would be basically the same thing. I'd watch 10 games a year. It might be saving you a lot of time. It's going to be a few years before they're ready to get back in the, in the winning ways. Also, that travel would be horrendous. Horrendous. Oh, no. Flying to Hawaii, you don't care. You, you, would, you, would, you would sit on the wing to go to Hawaii. It's the flying back. Oh, That's we 11 went to, hours. Yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah it's, it's, it's not easy. Uh, we, uh, my wife and I, that's where we went in our honeymoon. And I don't remember which. We made a couple of trips there before we had the kids and, and things to do. But flying back, that's the, the tough flight. And I remember that we were flying back and I was sleeping. And my wife woke me up. She's like, we got an hour before we land. I said, well, why are you waking me up now? And then I was just awake. So I've still not forgiven her for that. But I, where would you rank Idaho? Would that be top three with Idaho? Because I think there's a lot of synergy there with the potato thing. And I would stomach it more than Hawaii or the Dakotas. Really? Or you Montana. were the first person who would rather go to Idaho than Hawaii that has ever existed in human history. No, it's not. It's not that. I would love to take the trip out to Hawaii to go see like the season opener for the Nets. Yeah, you and Morgan going flying out there, staying fantastic. a few days, seeing it's, some some volcanoes or something. I don't know. I, I love Hawaii. It's 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 probably the best state we have in this country. But in terms of the time difference and just watchability, I'm in this for me. All right. Okay. I, I want to be able to watch this team. I don't want to have to tape it and watch it on my way to work. I don't want to have to okay. do extra work. To well, watch see, the problem you, you're going to the problem is like the East Coast is kind of you can't really go anywhere on the East Coast. I mean, I guess you could go Carolinas, one of the Carolinas. Compete with Charlotte. Oh, that's true. You would be competing with Charlotte. That's right. I forgot about Charlotte. Do they have a fan base? I'm not sure. I don't think so. They're more Duke and North Carolina down yeah, there, I think. Yeah, I think you're kind of running into problem. Everybody's kind of – it's like you're the person looking for a date to the prom. Everybody's got a date. Everybody's got a date by this point. Everybody's got a team. So you got to go – you got to go someplace where – I wouldn't hate Seattle. You, you got you to start investigating the people who don't have a date. And there's reasons why they don't have dates. They're unsavory. I don't want to. I don't want to get into specifics, but you have to. You have to be open to the possibilities. Is what I'm saying. So that's why I brought up Idaho. You don't think so? I don't know if Joe Tsai would like that travel from China, from yeah. Beijing to Idaho. I don't know how, how many ah, flights there look, is. Look, if you're flying from China, what's that? Who? I mean, are we really? I think by that point you're already, you're already in it. 
the East Coast, the, the middle of the country, wherever. And you could, you could own it. You, that, you would have Idaho all to yourself. It would be like you were planting the flag on the moon. Jay is in Newark. Jay, what's going on, my friend? Hey, fellas, thanks for taking a call. But before I give you my next suggestion, Luca Doncic to New York, I just got three words. Too many restaurants. We have an offensive lineman at guard at some point. All right. Well, look, he's, he's, he's a little big right now, and he's doing okay. Hey, definitely doing okay. Hey, I, I'm going to go straight left, and I'm going to say number one net for Puerto Rico, man. Puerto Rico. Million. Okay. I didn't think of Puerto that. Puerto Rico, man. They are passionate about basketball over there, and ironically, with the second and third generation Puerto Ricans here in New York, Bushwick and the South Bronx would probably turn into next city. It would work. I know the travel and the logistics are a little bit crazy, but other than that, I think it would be awesome if the Nets go to Puerto Rico. NBA, tap into the Latino, tap into the Latino community, man. There we you go. Well, to Puerto Rico, I th- I, that's you know what, Jay. I did not think of that one. Thanks for the phone. How do you feel about Puerto Rico, Joe? That's probably the top of the list right that's now. That's probably top of, of the list. That's that's the best one. See, I still think that you need you need like virgin territory. You need somewhere that's been untouched by man. Whoa. You need what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So hey, man. You need the, the fresh fallen snow. You need to convert people that are not already fans of the sport. I think you need a fresh layout. People that maybe have never heard of really of basketball at a pro level. Lonnie is in Harlem. Lonnie, what's going on, man? Good morning, Uncle Damer, Joe Leo, as well as Sir Harvey Company. Good morning as well. Listen, the guy who made the ladies and gentlemen Wyoming Nets call. Yeah, it was that's great. The greatest, that was the greatest call today. I'm sorry. I disagree. <laughs> I, was, I was literally in tears when he said that. <laughs> now, Gordon, it only makes sense because Joe swears the Nets is in the West Coast anyway. I mean, when he did the open for uh, the DPH on Rothenberg show, he, he said the Nets was coming, the Knicks was coming from a West Coast trip playing the Nets. So, I mean, he might as well move to Wyoming, just like the guy said. I mean, Wyoming's in the West. I mean, welcome to the West, right, Joe? I don't think uh, Hawaii will be great for his health because, like he said, he'll be up, you know, watching the games at 4 o'clock or having to watch him coming into work. Exactly. He's already a Jet fan. His health is already kind of failing as it is. Yeah, well, so is yours as a Dolphin fan. Absolutely. No qu- look, this is, why I, this is why I bring these things up. I point these things out but, for a reason. I've, I've been there. But, but, yes, that call was absolutely great. And, listen, Joe, listen, I mean, Wyoming doesn't sound too bad. The Wyoming next. Or what did you say, the Idaho potato next? I mean, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, you could have like a, instead of the basketball hoop, you could have like a potato, like it would be the basketball on the on the front, you know, I think. No, I no, think no. Works. The, mas- the mascots could be Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head. There you go. There's I'm a lot of synergy. Done- yeah, you're only limited by your imagination. Thank you, Lonnie, for the phone call. Uh, again, are you, is, it, is it ideal? No, but. I think you have some possibility. I think we've come up with a decent list so far. Charles is in Brooklyn. Charles, what's going on? Charles is there. He's in Brooklyn. Now, Charles, are you a Brooklyn Nets fan? No, I'm a Knicks fan, but yeah, I know a place for the Nets. Right. The best place for the Nets is Buffalo. That's where they should have Buffalo. moved in the first place. Dear yeah, God. Yeah. That, they, will, yeah. they, will embrace, they will embrace the Nets because they're dying for a team. They, they, will, they, they got a hockey team. They have a football team. Why not? 
Yeah, absolutely. That's not that's not bad, Joe. What, what, what do you think, Charles? Thank you for the phone call. What do you think about Buffalo, the Buffalo Nets? No, I'm not freezing my rear end off. Not doing. You don't it. want to go to Buffalo? No. Why not? I hate I, I their know. football team to begin with. Yeah. The uh, well, look, you're in the market for one of those. I don't want to. I don't want to go to Buffalo. I don't want to go to Buffalo. All right. I, it's East Coast. You get the. T- this is like when you watch those shows where a couple is is buying a house. You have to make some compromises. You're not going to get your dream house as your first house. You have to kind of build up. You, you got to start with a starter home. So it, it it might not look good at the beginning, but you you you're only limited by your imagination, is what I'm saying. And look, the the fan base. Once you get past. Early January, you're going to have all those football fans looking for something to do. They're depressed when the Bills lose because they got nothing else. Are the are the Sabers any good? No, no. Okay, but I, I mean, so. you want to talk about shoveling? We're going to have to shovel the players out. We're going to have a DeAndre Ayton situation on our hands. Yeah, for could you imagine the play? Five months. Hey guys, we're moving to Buffalo. We're going where now? I don't know. I think I think that there's. I feel like the uh, the real estate agent that's trying to sell the, the couple the house. She doesn't like this part of it. He doesn't like. But we got to make compromises. There's got to be a middle ground for us. That's the thing. That's the deal. One eight hundred nine one nine ESPN is the telephone number. More of your suggestions for where the Brooklyn Nets should move. But we got to touch on the football next. The Belichick stuff. The conference championship games. Lots of stuff to do. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It's ninety eight point seven FM ESPN New York. Nashville Nets fan since 2025.